You're listening to Vuga Online. You are rocking with the best. Welcome to the Hope Show. I think that's what we call this show. I don't know what we call it. <laughs> because we are experimenting. So because I've called it the Hope Show, it looks like that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Sounds good. And I'm very excited um, on, the, on, the, the, on the other side of the, of the conversation. Um, I have uh, Peter Katz, who is uh, essentially a Juno Award, Canadian Spin Award, two-time Canadian Folk Music Award-nominated singer-songwriter, and he is. That's not who he is. That's what he has gotten. And I kind of was. I have to tell you, Peter. I kind of was worried when we did those breathing exercises and all of those things because uh, coming out of COVID, I never really recovered very nicely. So, mm. uh, for the last few, for the last few, um, a few days or so, I've been feeling a bit like I have a fungal infection or something like that. So oh. I kind of was a bit worried there when we when we did that. So, uh, but that's kind of what we're talking about today. We're talking about hope. Um, mm. After two years of, of of this, the way the where the world has been. I mean, here we've been on lockdown uh, most of the time, and. Um, I don't know how it is where you are, uh, but it shocks me just to think that two years down the line, uh, we are still mm-hmm. literally in lockdown. Uh, yeah. while, while it looks like there's hope out there with the Omicron having shifted and changed, I wonder if there is. And that's the kind of conversation we want to bring on with this show. Not just about Omicron, not just about COVID, but that's what is really big for me. So let's kick it off right from there. And I have, I don't have specific questions. I have Peter here and we'll talk a little bit about with Peter about where he is and how he is and what he's about. We are doing this work around hope and we're hoping with this show, we will be able to bring hope, not just around the world, but in boardrooms, uh, in kitchens as I'm doing this show. I'm actually doing it in my kitchen. and. Uh, and see where it goes. Welcome, Peter. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Mongezi. It's a pleasure to be here. Very, very much so. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you uh, on the show. So I've done this long intro uh, in terms of this, and I spoke to you, uh, about you in terms of uh, all of these awards that, that, that you won. So kind of what makes sense for me uh, because I run an awards company. So uh, let's tell the listeners, who is Peter Cairns, uh, if you were to describe it for yourself? Well, I think sort of like you had said in your intro that there's there's the like who who we are and then there's sort of like what we've done. <laughs> so yes, yes. Um, I, I guess the, the sort of what I've done piece is most of my career has been spent as a touring singer-songwriter. So... Uh, you know, at the at the peak of it, was playing up to 200 shows a year, kind of all around the world, and you know, writing, recording, touring albums back to back to back. That's uh, what I did for years and years and years. I still, I, I put out a, a new album uh, just over a year ago, and and I'm still writing new music. Um, and uh, however, like, there's been a lot of change in my life. Certainly, with the lockdown, all touring stopped for the last two years um, and I had already been I had already been getting more and more uh, requests to do keynotes so where I would go into organizations um, companies, governments not-for-profits, kind of everything under the sun 
and、uh, I had this thing that I called a keynote concert. So there would be obviously, you know, messages and inspiration and motivation and, and sort of, you know, takeaways for, for the audiences you know, based on whatever the organization that I was talking to was looking for. And then There was also music、uh, as, a, as an important part of it. So, a lot of people would, in the past, you know, when I was a touring singer songwriter, they would always say to me, We come to your shows as much for what you say in between the songs as the songs themselves. And so, in a way, the keynote concert is I just say more between the songs, and then there's a few less songs.、Uh, and there's a certain, I guess there's a little bit of a different intention and design to it.、Um, but, anyways, all that to say, that part of my life. During the pandemic, really took off. And,、um, and I was just able to, you know, when I was doing it before the pandemic, I would have to get on an airplane and fly here. And so that's like two, three days to do each thing. This way, I could do five things in one day and I could, I could just be in a lot more places in a shorter period of time. And also, my, my topic. Before the pandemic was all about resiliency and dealing with change. And so my topic became very, very relevant、um, during the pandemic. And, and a lot of organizations really were struggling to,、um, to, to keep their people, to, to, everybody's dealing with really difficult mental health challenges. And, and、um, of course, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a therapist or a psychologist, but I, I provide. Opportunity for people to pause, to reflect, to feel appreciation, to experience music, which actually there's lots of neuroscience around the healing powers of that. So,、um, so anyway, so all that to say, my, my kind of genesis, my like most of my career、um, has been based on being a singer songwriter, but it's really evolved,、uh, especially over the last few years, where I, I do a lot of work within organizations and then, and then a, a new. An even new layer has been added to that where I don't only just do the one hour keynote, I'm also now involved in, in sort of longer form facilitations and I'm, I'm part of agenda design. And it's not just the one hour, it's, it's what's the flow of the entire event? Is it a multi day event? Am I coming in multiple times over a longer period of time? How am I really sort of being of service to that organization for,、um, for a longer period of time? So it's not just that I'm Like this, you know, sage on the stage who comes in and, and everybody's inspired for one hour and then I, I go. It's like, how do I actually create lasting, meaningful change、um, and impact over an extended period of time? So that's kind of the, the professional、uh, part of, of what I do. And I guess who I am,、uh, I, I like to think of that as, a, as an ever evolving thing. I, I like to think of myself as.、Um, The, the sort of mission in my life is, is, to, is to grow wise as I, as I grow older and, and grow more kind and more compassionate and more loving and, and、uh, of greater service to people around me than, than,、uh, than demand of people around me. So、um, that's kind of, I feel like, how I try to walk through the world is, is you know, you hear this all the time, it's like life is happening. For me instead of to me. And, and when we see life that way, then rather than difficult experiences making us bitter or guarded or shut down, there are these opportunities to learn, to reflect, to pause, and to choose、um, different ways of being. 
There is so much there. I mean, just with your with your intro there, I find my mind going all over the place, and I'm going, yeah, because there's just so much that you're bringing in, particularly, and when we look at words like inspiration, when we look at words like hope, when we look at, at words like uh, response, resilience, and I think I'm hearing a lot of that because oh, and, and another word that that, that jumps up in, in, in neon light very quickly is uh, new because uh, I've never heard of a keynote um, uh, keynote concert keynote concert I mean that's yeah. that's new is that something you came up with is it, is it a um, phrase you call it well, I thought I had come up with it, and then I tried to register keynoteconcert.com, and there was another guy who, <laughs> this guy, uh, Freddie Ravel, uh, uh, had had that. So I, I guess you know, you think you have an original idea, and then you you don't. So I'd say yeah. I'm one of the first, but I can't take yeah. credit. I mean, I came up with it on my own, but somebody else had already thought of it. So yeah. So but but that goes to show you how much wisdom there is in the universe. Uh, mm. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. that you, you would be thinking that uh, uh, well I'm the first one to do it but it already exists but perhaps your work is then to come in and amplify it uh, mm. uh, because some of that some of the voices that actually have it um, you find that they don't actually have either the platform or they don't have the reach or whatever but yeah. and, and I think for me what I like about that already as a lesson is the connectedness that we, we all have um, mm. in this. So I want to speak a little bit about how, um, and then we'll, 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 we'll talk about what hope is to you and how, and, and some of the things around how you, I mean, you, you were doing this stuff around for other people, but how did you uh, create hope for yourself and, 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 and all of that. But what I want to mm. do uh, as well, I want to talk a little bit about the power of music and how mm. um, music can make a difference or not. But for now, I want us to take a break. Uh, you're on Jason Boga. Oh, Jason Boga. No, this is not Jason Boga. This is the Hope Show. And I am with Peter Katz. And we are uh, on Google Online Radio. We are uh, talking about hope and hopefulness and the Hope Makers program uh, that we are busy with. But we'll be back after this. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. It's Booga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Welcome back uh, to uh, the Hope Show. I have to get used to it. I have to get used to it because uh, one of the things that I do, uh, Peter, I also do a jazz show. Uh, I, I think um, uh, Greg would have mentioned this uh, as well at some point, um, which I really thoroughly enjoy. Um, mm. So music, I, I always say that music is at the core uh, of my uh, of my soul. I probably wasn't as brave as you to actually mm. go and be a, a music, a song, a songwriter, and this, you know, I did write, I did write a song for Maria Carey once, um, oh, but, but really, that was only once. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so let's talk about music. I mean, when you came in, when when we started, you talked about this keynote uh, keynote concert. But what I got from from that con- whole conversation was around how um, the mix of music and conversation seem to create a different space for people to connect. When I was growing up, one of the things that uh, was pretty common, which um, kind of disappeared in the uh, era of um, streaming and all of that, was the whole idea that you would have, um, we would go to a concert and you would have an artist 
having a story to tell um, while they have a whole concert list uh, in, 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 in that. Uh, I mean, I remember very clearly uh, Clarence Carter, um, I was quite young, I probably was like seven or eight years old, but I will never forget that moment. And I was in this show and he was talking throughout, but then there's music and he leads it. So here's a question. Um, what would, what do you think is the power of music or what, what do you regard as the power of music uh, in bringing hope into the world, or into individuals? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few ways that I, I think about it. So what's present for me a, a little bit right now is, is I actually, I do this, um, this co, co-workshop with a, with a woman by the name of Dr. Robin Henley Defoe. And she's, uh, she's a researcher and a uh, you know, resiliency expert. She has an amazing book called Calm Within the Storm. And, and, um, and so I actually have talked with her about the actual science behind it and that we, we process music in our, in our amygdala, which is our kind of feeling factory. And so, so the, 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 the place that we're processing music is the same place that we're processing our, our, our feelings and our emotions. And, and so, um, so it, it actually opens up this, this gateway to new, you know, to new possibilities, to new learning. It's not just, it's not just this thing that's like, oh, that's nice. It, it's actually rewiring our, our body as we're experiencing it. Actually, it has a neurological effect completely in, in, in this yeah. system. Oh, okay. That's, that's fascinating. And, and so, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Carry on, carry on. No, no, carry on, carry on. Yeah, so I think there's there's that in that uh, music can, can sort of physically um, change our state and and so if we're if we're feeling anxious if we're feeling uptight if we're feeling stressed or you know whatever that might be it has it has this ability to to just sort of pierce through and, and create a a sense of wellness or a sense of pause a sense of breath a sense of emotional release of catharsis any of those things um, and the other thing your question around around music and, and hope I think the the real power of music is it also is it's a unifying force so you can have thousands of people experiencing something at the same time that literally puts their heartbeats at the same rate that it, it connects people in a way that so few things do and so I see music as this and, and you see that manifested in all kinds of ways, whether that's a, a congregation singing at a church service or whether that's uh, people arm in arm at a, at a concert or whether that's everybody dancing together. There's this, there's this unifying force where you feel the presence of humanity and you realize that you're, you're not so different from everybody else because you're surrounded by other people that are being moved, touched, inspired by the same thing. So I love, I've always thought of my audiences as, 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 as this sense of oneness and, and I am one with them. And so that for me gives me a sense of, of hopefulness, of possibility, of, of connection. Just give me good thumbs, Peter, because I think, 
and so I'm, I'm gonna go there <laughs> but I'm, i have to manage myself because i can get quite excited about this so the yeah. other day i was kind of having this conversation with the some of the people some of the guys in the in the office um about the whole idea of rhythm and i think you just touched on how rhythm mm. is essentially linked to the heartbeat in a sense because mm. you know, on, the, on the african continent where i am now um i think it's a big thing uh, if you are uh, the healers uh, in our nation uh, they use the drum uh, as mm. a way of essentially uh, creating that beat and mm. the, the, the and then whether it's 18 when it's 14 whether it's 44 uh, for some reason when that rhythm starts kicking in and you're listening to it Uh, mm. your heart starts aligning it doesn't have mm. to be exact but your heart still finds the spaces in between and the mm. symmetry and mm-hmm. so that kind of makes me wonder though uh, because it sounds like so- that's then something that unites us regardless of what genre of music because i know a lot about i know at least a little bit about jazz not a lot a little bit about mm. jazz and from a jazz perspective the rhythm the rhythm section essentially carries um, carries the music either the mm. pianist or the bassist uh, in this instance will be guiding what happens how do you then take this into your compositions and your creations do you think uh, do you think uh, academically about oh i want to make this rhythm sound like this or does it just happen yeah i don't generally approach songwriting i your brain is not really helpful in, in the creative process i find it's it's generally a, a hindrance and your mind is your mind is just such an obstacle and so a lot of the creative process for me is is how do i get my mind out of the way and how do i put myself into a state of flow and and into my heart and those kind of things now that said um if i find a song that really is hitting me very well. I might analyze what key is it in, what how many beats per minute is it, and I might create a session that's in the same key and has the same tempo. And nice. and that that just gives me a starting place because I know that this tempo for me is resonating with me and so I want to create something in this tempo. Yeah. Um so that that's about as academic as I'll get about it but most of the time I think when you decide in advance what a creative thing is supposed to be it doesn't work very well <laughs> it's no longer creative right eh? um and and I hear a lot of people going like um musicians uh, are guided by spirit so it sounds like that's kind of also what you're talking about but I think it it it, it starts giving me a sense of deep deepness around, around our depth Yeah, and I think there's there there's different phases in the creation process. There's there is a time to go in and and turn your brain on a bit and kind of look at what you've made and and edit and oh, I said that word here or oh, that could be improved and blah blah blah. But the you only do that once you've done the hard work. And the hard work is is creating a concept, creating a mood, creating a a moment in time capturing a moment in time that didn't previously exist and so that part of it requires allowing it requires flow it requires overcoming 
resistance and um, overthinking. It, it, that's a, that's a, that's not the time to have your brain on. You can turn your brain on once you've done, once you have enough out. Make sense of stuff, and uh, yeah. but before yeah. then, yeah. You're on now the Hope Show, and uh, you're with Mongazin. We are chilling with Peter Katz, and uh, he is um, an award-winning musician, recording international recording artist, uh, saving clients across the globe, delivering highly customized keynote concerts. Man, me, that was the first time that I had this. He goes beyond the standard keynote presentation format, and he utilizes customers, customized um, uh, to the audience, the processes that are customized to the audience. and. So if you want to have a chat after this and, and connect, we'll tell you where to go, petercatsmusic.com. Uh, that's, that's what I see there on the screen. Uh, but I'm oh, yeah, petercats.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. We'll be back. Uh, we, we need to take music because uh, on, on Google Line Radio, you know, we have more music, more inspiration. And uh, we'll be back after this. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Back to the Hope Show. I, I'm getting used to it. You see, I'm not. I'm not messing it up a little bit now. <laughs> Peter, what does hope mean for you? Well, that's an interesting question. I was reflecting on it a little bit before this conversation, and and it's a bit of an evolving thing for me because hope. Uh, can can be complex in a way, and I, I'm I'm referring specifically to um, the, the, Meg Wheatley is a is an author that I've I've become uh, interested in, and and she talks about kind of moving beyond hope because hope is attached to fear and this fear that you, know, you hope for this thing, and but then you're afraid it's not going to work out. Um, so my definition, or the thing that I I kind of resonate when I think about hope is this idea that you walk towards the light you walk towards what you know is 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 right that you deeply i i mean i i i'm i'm cautious to even use the word right because there's many different people that think they're right <laughs> and and but you like you I, I maybe light is better for me you you walk towards the light you and no matter what happens, you 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 continue, and so whether and you know that it's worth it. It's worthwhile no matter what um, to to operate from the best places that you can find within yourself to offer grace to people. Um, and you, you do that no matter what the outcome is. So that that's sort of my my thoughts on it in the, today. <laughs> today, right? Today. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I started this show talking a, a little bit about my corona experience, and which has made quite an impact on me. And what has been some of the moments where you have been hopeless, and how have you dealt with it? I think those moments sort of happen every day throughout the day <laughs> and various times where certainly any time on Twitter or uh, social media sometimes or the news can be, it can be very, I, I really need to be careful about 
how much I consume those things, and I'm not I'm not careful enough yet. I I still am slightly addicted to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that those are the moments where I I feel that sense of despair when I think about the planet and when I think when I see like we we I think my whole life I always believed that as a as a culture and society or as a humanity that we moved towards better and better and and uh, we abolish slavery and women can vote and then we and and you know lgbtq people have have rights and and are treated equally and can marry and and like we move towards we move towards better and better places and greater and greater justice and i when i feel hopeless is when i feel like we're going the wrong way <laughs> and 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 you can have uh uh you can have these moments where it looks like, oh my gosh, we've done it. We're, we're, we've made it and the world is a better place and then it all can fall apart. And, and, or you can feel this real sense of unity and then it, and you see that throughout time with political movements and, you know, somebody gets overthrown and then there's a new person and yes, it's all going to be great and then it all goes bad or, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to sort of stay away from naming names and and uh, yeah. <laughs> getting getting <laughs> like I don't want to be divisive in my in my comments, but uh, but I I think we all know within the world there's there's certain forces and people um, that are that feels like we're going the wrong way, and that uh, that makes me. That makes me struggle, and I, I have to really ground myself and take care of take care of my emotions and my thoughts, and and because I'm of no use to anybody, I'm not I'm not going to be helpful towards counteracting that if uh, if I fall into the the despair. So, but I have to work hard some days. And, and, and you use the word. I think uh, you use the words uh, when the world is going uh, going in the wrong direction. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to go into all of that detail. But I want to turn it around, perhaps, and ask: What is your hope for the world? What do you, what, what do you hope the right direction is? Well, I I am somebody who. I have I have a deep belief in the power of of our ability as human beings to to transform and to and I that's not a it's not a belief that I just kind of made up in my mind it's it's based on very real lived experiences and like I wrote this song many 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 years ago called forgiveness and it was about a man whose son had been killed in iraq by a, this man named al-zarqawi who was like you know the head of the i don't know what taliban or, or al-qaeda at the time and uh and um and 
And so the U.S. like went and killed this person that had killed this person's son, and and they said, "Yay, justice has been served." And this this father said, "No, like the death of any any man diminishes all of us, and that I would rather forgive this person rather than carry on the cycle of hatred." And I was like, "Wow, that's that's a big <laughs> choice," and I, I was so inspired by him, and and I wrote this song called "Forgiveness," and and. He became a, a friend of mine and a very dear friend of mine, and as a result of that, I was invited to various events and symposiums and things all around forgiveness. And I, I went to one event where there was a father there whose son had also been killed in a in a home invasion and uh, like during a robbery at his home, and and this guy had shot and killed his son, and this father. Decided to write to this man who killed his son in prison, and at first, this man was like, "You know, why are you writing to me? I don't want to hear from you." And just was like, "Leave me alone." But the father persisted, and he kept writing, and he kept writing, and eventually, this guy wrote him back, and eventually they started writing letters back and forth and back and forth, and they started building this relationship, and and eventually. The father, obviously, who's practicing beautiful forgiveness,、um, eventually petitions for this man to be released from jail early, and is actually advocating for him on on the in his parole hearings. So this guy gets released from jail, and then now he comes over for Christmas dinner, and the two of them go around to schools and organizations, and they speak of the power of forgiveness, and so. For me, I've heard enough of those stories. I've met enough of those people that I really I know in my heart that that we're just we're just a world full of people who are dealing with trauma, and and we're just we're a world that dealing of people who have been hurt and who are scared and who have 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 been deprived of love or opportunity or whatever that is, and so I feel like there's. Almost always, if given the right circumstances, there's always a thread back to reconnect to that innocent baby that we were once, and and so I I hold on to that. I I I work to never give up on people, and and it's hard because there there are. So many larger forces working against us, and 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 there's like a you know a bomb will drop everywhere, and then you know whoever had the bomb dropped on them, they hate the people that dropped the bomb for the rest of their lives, and they lost people that they loved, and so there's these there's these powerful forces that are much quicker than twenty years of writing somebody a letter in jail and building a sense of forgiveness, and and, and so it's. The, the the forces that that create hate and division are are much they spread much more quickly、um, sometimes it seems, but nevertheless I I,、uh, I hold on to this idea that、um, and it's a lived idea that that we all have the capacity to return to our hearts and it's up to each of us to first of all. Find that in ourselves, and if we, as we find that in ourselves, to inspire others to to find it in themselves as well. 
love that find uh, uh, returning back to our hearts and i think that's possibly one of the hardest things to do actually because mm. most of the time we are afraid of what is in our hearts yeah and i i struggle with it too just like everybody it's it's there's but you know think about it when you're in the middle of the of a day and you're driving around and you you know somebody cuts you off or you get a flat tire and you're you know like you you get bad news and like you can be like really in a state of of being stressed and worked up and angry but then you know if you have the opportunity to put on some music and take a bath or or, or you know hug hug somebody you love all of a sudden you have this capacity and this grace and this ability that you you didn't have an hour ago and that's like just a small example of 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 what could happen on, on a larger scale is 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 this ability to return and when we're in that place where we're closer to our hearts where we're less anxious and panicked and stressed and we we can be more loving we can be more patient we can we can reverse the the tide but it's there are powerful forces working against us so um <laughs> this is actually a good time to take a break but peter i want you to so we, we're gonna we're gonna start to wrap up i want you to think a little bit about what kind of challenge you're going to give to the listeners um when, uh, around hope, hopefulness and all of that stuff the stuff that you're talking about, how do they get back to their heart uh, mm-hmm. when they are met with some of these forces that you're talking about. But uh, we need to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we start to wrap up with Peter. But what I want to check with you as the listener right now, in terms of what's going on for you uh, when you're listening to this, check uh, talk to us at the Rural Land Radio uh, everywhere. And uh, just share what are some of your experiences of hopefulness what are some of your experiences of hopelessness? And oh, well, when you were hopeless, how did you actually go and find hope for yourself? Because I'm kind of curious to hear um, how. And uh, Pilar has been talking a little bit about the state of the world. Uh, what do you wish for the world uh, in this instance? Let's gather this thing and create some positive energy to the world as well. And I think, I think that's what the Google Online Radio is about, right? Inspiration every day, 24-7. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Google Online. Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. Welcome back to Google Online Radio. And uh, we are doing the Hope Show. And I am with Peter Katz. And we're wrapping up. Um, and if you want to reach out to Peter, it's peterkatz.com. And do, do you have link, a LinkedIn connection as well, Peter? Yeah, I'm also on LinkedIn. If you search just Peter Katz, you'll you'll find me right away. And then I'm on social media at, at Peter Katz Music on all the places. And and, and the cats, uh, because when Peter was coming in, I was like, hey, I'm kind of worried uh, that I might I might I might uh, mispronounce your name. No, in South Africa, we, we call it cats. <laughs> so yeah, so K A T. Do you say Z or Z there? K A T Z. Oh yeah. K A T Z. But you guys say Z, so. <laughs> well, we we say Z in Canada, but in America they say Z. So ah yeah, yeah. so so yeah. you guys are our brothers. <laughs> yeah okay all right. <laughs> so we're wrapping up with uh, Peter Katz as we talk about the Hope Show and Peter. Uh, listening to everything that you say, 
finish this life. What the world needs now is dot dot dot. I think what the world needs now is is spaciousness from our thoughts. And what I mean by that is the the classic image from from mindfulness is that there's there can be all kinds of clouds overhead but if you keep going high enough there's there's blue sky above there and and I equate that blue sky the same for me as 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 our 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 hearts and that 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 we naturally we actually there there's people say that we we're naturally terrible and we just want to like devolve and do terrible things to each other but but actually we're we are healthiest our bodies are designed to have love and connection and we we live the longest and we cut we're the most creative we come up with the best ideas when we're actually in a place of love and compassion and and kindness so that's our natural state and so the way that we get there though is we have to separate ourselves from our thoughts and our thoughts are again i i'm not saying anything new this is this is all sort of classic mindfulness is is we are not the 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 voices in our heads we are not even the the anger or like all of those things are just meaning that we are attaching to various things like what we are is the person that's observing those things <laughs> um and so it's the more that we're able to move to a place of being less reactive where we have a breath around whatever is happening or even if we're incredibly upset we can say to ourselves wow look at how upset i am and as soon as you can say that there's a separation between you and the upset feeling <laughs> there's like oh over there i see how incredibly upset i am and i also have this capacity to observe that uh and that to me is is what we all need is whatever is happening can we can we have that breath where we can pause and notice what's happening i i'm referencing dr danny friedland's uh amazing book leading well from within and he talks about pause notice choose um and so if we can pause notice and choose something different than whatever our first reactive instinct is that would be uh, incredibly powerful for the world i think of that pause notice and choose not very easy um but yeah. if there's one thing you could be doing for yourself is to take a bit of a moment and realize we are not animals and not driven by our amygdala and there is a lot more intelligence in that brain there's a lot mm. more intelligence in our hearts there's a lot more intelligence in our guts as well mm-hmm. so absolutely we should, we should not be led by that little piece of uh, brain there in the center of our brain you know uh, we're, we're wrapping up So what is the challenge that you're giving to the listeners 
uh, we, we will be collecting some of these challenges as we go along. So stay on the Hope Show and on the, on the, on the page, the Hope page, uh, or also um, uh, Westwood. Uh, you could also check it out on the Westwood pages um, or, and on the, the Hope Makers uh, page. So we'll, we'll just fill the whole place with Hope, Book Online Radio, mm-hmm. uh, Westwood, Hope Makers, and, and just follow some of these challenges. What is the challenge that you're giving to the listeners after they have listened to you? What's the one thing they can do to you? bring hope or hopefulness to their lives well i think it i want it to be a really simple small thing and i i think i i would just choose this idea of 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 taking a breath and so in and you can do this many 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 times throughout the day because life gives you many opportunities throughout the day where you need to practice this but any time that you notice that you're feeling reactive uh, where, where you start to feel that stress you feel it in your body can you allow yourself it can be it can literally be one breath so maybe let's call the challenge micro breaths it's like these moments throughout the day where you just pause take a deep breath in then a deep breath out and ask yourself What's, what's being stirred in me right now? What am I noticing? And then maybe di- make, a, make a different choice <laughs> to, to just create that little tiny bit of spaciousness around whatever it is that happening, it's, that's happening. So maybe you'll take one breath throughout the day. Maybe you'll take a hundred. But can you permit yourself these little micro breaths where in that moment you're you're acknowledging that I, I am not my thoughts i am i am experiencing these things i am experiencing anger i am there is anger present or whatever the wording you want to use but i have i have choice and agency in every moment so it, it's it's just allowing yourself a breath and one of the best places to to do that is the very first thing you do at the start of the day is we tend to just get up and get into our days or grab our phones or do whatever but start your day with one breath and then see if you can keep that up throughout the day that's peter Kerr, a recording artist international award-winning artist as well as keynote speaker amongst other things and uh, hope maker for us and uh, he's bringing us those words peter thank you so much man i I have to give you feedback. I really appreciated you, and the, uh, because we, we were not able to talk to you, all of us, because it was just everybody there. But I really appreciated the input that you gave uh, when we were at that session in Stowe um, mm. a few months ago. It was beautiful, just how you carried. So I could see that keynote um, uh, thing and how it worked, and how you laced music in between telling. Uh, stories of our hearts and I think mm. it's be- it was beautiful and thank, thank you, you. I'll never forget that and I'm very excited to be uh, speaking to you uh, right now as one of our first guests but we wrap up we always wrap up the show but not always I want to wrap up the show with a song and this will be the perfect the, the purpose for everyone what song should we pay for you could be yours it could be anybody else's that you really love that wraps up the show for you well, I feel like I should probably pick one of my own and uh, get some uh, airplay. <laughs> um, I'd love to. I'd love for you to play a song of mine uh, called "Come Down." 
And uh, for me, it's a song about I wrote about letting go, and uh, I think letting go is 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 a it ties well to the theme of what we just talked about, where when we want to progress in our lives, when we want to be wiser and kinder and more loving and more compassionate, we have to let go of these things that we we hold on to in order to create new possibilities. So, I think it would be a an appropriate song to uh, to tie to what we've been talking about today. Excellent. That's a really good point. Good point to leave it on. It might come up after the news. I never know what time these things happen. Uh, but for you as the listeners, thank you so much for listening and being with us. And uh, uh, I will leave you with that word: the seed. The, the hope is the seed of data um, in, in in our heads that tell us that it will be all right if we nurture it. So nurture that hope. And Peter, thank you so much, man. Uh, My pleasure. See you again next week. Hope so.